Hey, 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 welcome to Unapologetically Feminine, the space where all of you is welcome and celebrated. I am your host, Jane Wynn, and my intention here is to support, empower, and celebrate women to say yes to the most epic, radiant, turn on, and juicy as fuck version of themselves and to experience the most orgasmic, ecstatic, open to God kind of relationship and intimacy. Join me on this show will be some of the most amazing souls, revolutionaries, potent creatives, teachers and devotees to the feminine art. This is a space with potent transmissions, intimacy, open-hearted conversations, laughters, tears and everything in between. So let's go and let's play. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Feminine. So in today's episode, I want to talk about this whole thing about being normal. And to really look at how much this concept or this frame has impacted us in a big way. How much it has limited our potential, our expressions. How much it had caused us to fit in. And in addition, really looking at the true unclaimed territories which is the territory of feeling like you're not good enough doesn't matter what you do you're not good enough and then on the other extreme looking at areas where we think we are being too much and this whole conversation came about because I've been helping a lot of my clients recently and there's a common thread, a common theme that we explored and that's about unapologetic expressions. And so in the sessions, I often share that we have this indoctrinated conditioning that we need it to be a certain way to get love. We need to be the good girl, the good woman, the good mother, good wife, good partner, to belong, to fit in. And this has led to a lot of women abandoning themselves in the process. This has led to a lot of unconscious, yeah, unconscious patterns or behaviors of deeming their light to fit in, feeling like they can't speak their truth, feeling like they have to put on some sort of like persona to be enough, perfect, pretty, you know, whatever is, is expected of them. And because of that, we have this pandemic of very unhappy, unfulfilled, miserable women. And so this conversation for me, I feel is the starting point of opening this space and for us to understand 
how, how we have been the way that we've been and where we can reclaim these parts within ourselves. And if you are new to my work, you know that all these conversations are amazing and great, but ultimately the work is in the body. So to give you a bit of a context, so I grew up in Vietnam and at the time that I grew up, Vietnam just came out of the war. So we were in a lot of survival mode. We were in a lot of like rebuilding phase. And when we look at survival and expressions, when you're in survival, all the resources, all the energy goes into doing, pushing, but there's not much space for creativity or expressions. And so from a collective whole, everyone was very shut down and suppressed, traumatized properly. And so growing up, I always had these feelings in my body that I was different. I didn't know why, couldn't understand why, but I just knew there was something about me that was special. And I remember vividly talking to my mom and just telling her that I could feel things. I I was at one point talking to this invisible person and my mom looked at me like like are you okay like are you for real and and so exposing yeah like it was really vulnerable for me you know as a child to expose this and be told that what I was experiencing wasn't true or it was some sort of like imaginary illusion and instead, I was told to focus my energy on studying hard, working hard to make sure that I got good grades. My creative side wasn't celebrated. And I was told that, you know, kind of head down, bum up, do what you're told, be the good girl. Because otherwise you would be the burden. And so I remember at the time, like, as a child, you wanted to help out. You wanted to make your parents proud. So my main focus was to be the best student in the class. And I did that really well. I did that for the first 10, 11 years of my life. And what happened was even though on the surface my life was going great, I had good marks, our family was happy. Deep down, there was some part of me that felt like it was something wrong. Like, I just could not explain what I felt a certain way. But I couldn't expose. I couldn't risk exposing that. So I kind of shut it all down and pretended that I couldn't feel anything, that nothing happened. I just wanted to fit in. Yeah. And then what happened is as I went through a lot of awakening through like after my abusive relationship of six years and sexual trauma, I went through this 
big awakening. And even through all these awakening, there was some part of me that felt like, yeah, missing. I just couldn't put words on it. And I remember being in a container where we did a lot of embodiment work and still I still had this feeling like, is it just me? Am I going insane or crazy? And so at the time I literally came to the container and said to the leader, I think this container is going to collapse and close. I think we are heading to like a, a death. And I remember having, having this visual experiencing in my body, like I was going to die or something. Like it just like, oh my God, I just exposed myself and everyone looked at me like I was this crazy person. No one believed me. And so it ended up, happening so after 18 months I was in and I think a few months after that the container closed and then now looking back I could see where it was almost like my my body my intuition I my psychic ability could tell that something was wrong but I at the time didn't have any reference points for what I was feeling or experiencing and this was not the first time in my life that this happened. And this visual feeling in my body, like I carried for such a long time, like a long, long time, feeling like I didn't want to be found out. I didn't want others to know that I was not normal. Because throughout my whole life, I was constantly being told that my emotions were too much. That I was being too sensitive. Yeah. And seeing a lot of people in, you know, my family line who have had a lot of like trauma, uh, breakdown in terms of like mental health and sometimes relationship health but there was a lot of victimhood in my family line and so I kind of said to my mom and some people in my family like I'm going to follow my dream I'm going to just live my life the way that I want it and I remember for so long when I left my my normal job to follow my coaching career I I felt like the black sheep in the family and I had so much like fears and shame and guilt in my body and so when I had one of the sessions with one of my friends and mentor at the time and I just shared with her I I would I would love to share something with you and just to be seen and witnessed in and I remember just holding my heart and just felt like 
oh my God, everyone is going to think that I'm crazy and I am coming out with this craziness. They probably will lock me up in the mental hospital somewhere. Like this, that it's deep terror. It's not just fear this, it's like terror of being found out that I was not normal. I could feel like as I was starting... I was starting to speak that my throat was really closed. I feel like there were hands on my throat and I couldn't actually speak up. And it took me a while, but when I finally did speak up, I said to I said to Shaney, my friend mentor at the time, I said that I just have these feelings for as long as I could remember that I'm just not normal. Like I often in my own time speak in light language and at the time I didn't actually have like concept or knowledge about it. And so it just coming out of the closet, the crazy closet, and really expose myself and being held in that was big and profound for me. And I remember she just looked at me with this such this presence and love and said, I see you. It's okay. And everything just dropped. I feel like for the first time in my life, I was actually seen and accepted as I am. And that was a gift that I will forever treasure, forever treasure, because that was the catalyst for me really owning and stepping into my bigness, my creative magic and chaos, my deep emotions and power. That was probably the time where I felt the descent deep in my womb and the reclamation of my true feminine. Because a lot of the time, the feminine that you've seen on social media, yeah, the feminine that's been portrayed over there, is the feminine that has been commercialized, that has been filtered, that has been altered, so that she could be easily digestible. There's certain shades and light of the feminine that we accept the beauty the light and these sensual goddess sex pleasure juice and there's a whole realm of the feminine that are often not talked about and even these days a lot of dark feminine teachings 
actually just focus on the sex part, how to get a man, how to use your sexual law to manipulate men, to hook him in. And because of all the distortions, yeah, we kind of get trapped, yeah, in these folds, illusion of what the feminine, the true feminine really is. And so in today, I want to open this conversation and talk about this whole thing about being normal. And from the feminine light, what normal looks like for a lot of women. And then, yeah, visit those places that we have not had the courage to touch or to explore. So what is normal? Anyway, normal has been, I don't know, like a saying that there's like unspoken frames or rules that we all know. Yeah. Yet, none of us know what actual normal really is. And it has been a frame that's been created by the patriarchy to control, to contort and suppress full feminine expressions. And it's, you know, it's like these grooming that happened when we were little. Be the good girl. Do this. Don't do that. Speak this way. No, you can't speak your truth. Your voice doesn't matter. If you do this, then you'll get loved. If you speak this way, then you'll be accepted. Yeah. So from a very young age, we were primed and groomed into the good girl paradigm where we are disconnected from our true power. We are disconnected from our truth. We're disconnected from our voice. We are disconnected from our womb, our intuition have full expressions. And being normal, yeah, from a young girl is like the good girl. And then you kind of grow up into the people pleaser, the martyr, your whole life trying to be someone, your whole life trying to be perfect to fit in, to belong. And here's a thing about belonging that a lot of people don't tell you. True belonging has to start with you. 
And if you have to contort yourself to fit in, sooner or later, you will find out that this whole thing called belonging is simply like a trauma, like full-on response. And you will find yourself feeling empty and unfulfilled and abandoned. Yeah. In order for us to feel like we belong, we have to claim those parts first within yourself, within ourselves. And when you look at this frame, it's a very clever frame where we have this parameter range or what's considered normal. And on one side, you have this whole, if you're not being this and you're not good enough, not pretty enough, not girly enough, not perfect enough, not successful enough, not positive enough, this whole like not good enough. And on the other extreme, you have this whole too much, too big, too powerful, too sexual, too ambitious, yeah, too emotional, too sensitive. What a freaking clever way of keeping us safe. Being here, being normal, you're safe. You accept it, you're validated. And trying to fit into this box called normal, it's like trying to fit a whole cosmos into this tiny structure and call it our identity. Yeah. And this, and it's mind-boggling how many of us have been indoctrinated into that the wound that we hold around this imposter syndrome, yeah, is deep. It's so deep. And the efforts and the energies that we pour in trying to find ourselves, yeah, trying to redefine ourselves, trying to look for the solutions so that we can fix us. Yeah. Has just been mind boggling because here's the truth. And if you are new to my field, I don't hold back on this truth. Here's the thing. You are not broken. The feminine is not broken. You may have experienced pain and trauma. Yeah, and so is everyone else. And none of that makes you anything less. You are not broken the feminine is not lost you have simply forgotten the truth of who you are you have simply 
forgotten. And so this path that we're on, this thread of healing, is not about fixing what's broken. It's about reclaiming our birthrights as women. And only when we actually choosing to claim this true territory, the not good enough, and hold ourselves in deep love and acceptance, yeah, like hold our humanness, yeah. If we can hold ourselves in that and at the same time say yes to this bigness that also exists within us, you and I, we are not normal. I've spent enough years of my life trying to figure it out. Yeah. You and I are not normal and we need to stop. We need to stop trying to fit in. We need to stop trying to be normal because we will never, never be normal. Doesn't matter how hard we try. We will never fit into that paradigm. Because that's not our soul work here on this earth. Our soul work on this earth is to challenge the paradigm. To break the rules and free ourselves from the cage, the shackles of the old paradigm. That's our job and that's our soul work here. Until we recognize that normal is just a frame that's trying to control us and instead we are everything in between. Everything. We are constant walking paradox. Contradiction. And just because, and here's the thing, there's an obsession around healing our trauma, healing this brokenness. Yeah. And that's, that's a path, but it only can lead to a certain point. Because on the other side, until we claim and accept this truth within our being. Yeah. We can never feel home inside ourselves. Because there's some deep truth there. There's some powerful truth when they say you're not normal. There's a truth that your body is telling you. There's a feeling that I have felt for my whole life that I could not fit in, that I'm not normal. And there's a truth. Of course I'm not normal. Of course I won't fit in. And until I accept that truth, I will keep chasing this dangly carrot thinking that I need to be more enlightened, I need to be better, more perfect, healed, all this stuff. We are in our continuous 
evolution until we die. Yeah. And this, this recognition that who you are is enough, period. You are enough, I am enough. We are enough and worthy just as we are with all the warts and imperfections and pieces of ourselves. We are enough, so enough and worthy regardless of what happens out there, regardless of the things that we have done or not done. We are enough. And there's also a truth that we have been hiding for so long. We've been running away from confronting our bigness. Yeah. Of course we are too much. Of course. Of course we are too big. We are the whole cosmos, stardust, galaxies contained in this human skin. Of course we are too much. We are born just to fit into a tiny identity. How can we ever define who we are? How can we ever put words or frames to contain our bigness? We are a force to be reckoned with. And it's time we stop. It's time we stop running from our bigness. Fuck being normal. We weren't meant to be normal. We are big. So big. Of course we are too much. The force that created this whole freaking universe is in ourselves. We are a miracle in flesh and bones. We are a vessel of light, uh, our walking oracle. Of course, that would be too much for those who want to be normal, for those who have forgotten the truth of who they are. And if you've had some sort of fears or terrors around being judged for being too wild, then it's time you step in and really own that you are too wild. Yeah. You are the creatures of the untamed land with spirits and fire in your heart and soul. 
within you there's portal of creation and chaos of destruction death and rebirth happening in your body you are moving with nature with the moon our cycles yet yeah, every month yeah we die we shed and be rebirth again and so if that's if nature the force of nature lives within us and if that's considered too wild or too untamable or too uncontrollable that's the truth that's the truth and for those who feel like they are afraid of stepping in and own their power because they're being afraid of being judged or rejected this is especially for women who feel like they have to dim their light to be in a relationship because men are afraid of women who are too powerful then let me break this to you you are of course too powerful too powerful you are so powerful beyond anything you could ever imagine because you are the descendants of the witches they could not kill your magic is in your veins you'll hear whispers you see visions you magnetize and manifest ideas into reality your womb holds wisdom your womb holds the seeds that create the entire humanity so you tell me if we're not powerful yeah and this the next one is for those who have felt like their emotions or feelings have been like a big rock on the shoulder and this one yeah i really wish that someone could have told me when i was younger that my emotions and feelings are not too much they were so okay to feel that deeply because we as empaths we feel the infinite vastness of the universe oceans of love oceans of love fire passion we feel the raging storm that call upon revolution our pain it's actually our greatest gifts 
And that's how we have become healers. That's how we have become leaders. We are the artists and the creators of life. And we paint, we create through the richness of our emotions. We paint life through every sensation that we feel in our body. We don't hold back when it comes to life. We don't hold back when it comes to love. We love fully, intensely, wholeheartedly. So, of course, we are too emotional. How can we not be? And that's absolutely okay and welcome. And then the next one, the next one, for those of you who have ever had a thought or a judgment around being too ambitious, who are you to claim this big juicy life and thing you can have it all? You're too ambitious. Guess what? We probably are. We are the ones that know we can reach for the stars. We can build empires. We can climb mountains. We can change the world. We can turn ideas into dreams. We are the dreamers and the dream makers. We are the one that started a revolution. We build family. We build a home. And we feel it so much love. Chasing after a toddler or building empire? Fuck, why can't we have both? Who said we can't have both? The judgment that we are too ambitious is a way to control how much we can have or achieve. So you've been too greedy. You can't have that. Who said so? Because we are the ones who create our own rules. This is our life. And we're no longer little children waiting to be told, waiting for permission to live our dreams. We are big adult women who know what we want, who feel deeply all our desires and needs and wants. But we have let these judgments stop us from claiming ourselves fully. And then the next one, for those who have been afraid to claim the sexual expressions because they've been afraid of being judged as being too sexual, too slutty. Too 
just so you know, permission granting is coming your way. You can be a mother, a devotional woman, wife, partner, and be a freaking slut. You can claim your power, be a boss bitch, and be soft and submissive in the bedroom. We are the ones with wellness in our heart. And we can be wild between the sheets. Slutty is our in our nature. And sex is our instinct as a woman. But our sex and eros are not shameful. They're not sins, like what the Bible says. Our sex is sacred and divine. Our desires are sacred. We're the one that want to be worshipped and devoted to, that want to be loved and cared for. And we also the one that want to be fucked wide open to life and to God. Because here's the thing. Why should you settle for an average mundane sex life? Yeah. When you can have the juiciest, the hottest, the wettest, the most fulfilling, soul-rich love and intimacy. And you and I both know which one turns us on more. Which one is our truest desire. So fuck this whole thing about being normal. There's nothing normal about us. Yeah. We are normal. We wild too much. And so bring it on. And this time we stop playing this lukewarm good girl. Maybe because we've been afraid of challenging the status quo. We've been afraid to break the glass ceiling. And we are in a really like fucking interesting time, exciting time, a time where women have come into power, into the fullness of who they are. I believe that we are in a time that is transformational, that is revolutionary. This is a time where it's probably the first time in history where we really claim our sex, our expressions, our truth, our voice, our power, our eros. A time where women have stood strong together 
rising together, claiming their birthrights. There's a lot of healing that's happening right now. Yeah, a lot of healing. And we don't have to keep fighting. Yeah, this whole fight respond that can happen in our body. We don't have to keep like grinding and proving our worth. Our worth is inherent. We are worthy regardless. We don't have to prove that we're not too much. We don't have to tiptoe around men. Sure, there will be men, probably lots of men who find you like too much, too big, too wild, too ambitious, too uncontrollable. Do you really want to be in that relationship? Do you really want to be with a man where you have to contort and change yourself and deny your truth just in the name of love? That's not love. That's conforming. That's settling. And you and I know that we are cut for settling. We've done playing safe. If you have to change yourself to be in a relationship, that's not a relationship. That's control. Yes, there are people, men, even women, who see you and think she's too much. And I say, bring it on. Bring on your too much. Because your too much calls me into my too much. Your sexual embodiment calls me to awaken mine. You speaking your truth is the permission granting for other women to speak theirs. You claiming your boundary, you claiming your needs, you claiming yourself. Yeah. Gives others the permission to step into the field and claim theirs. And that's how we change the game. That's how we heal the collective. We change. And this is a powerful thing that a lot of women don't recognize. The impacts that we make. Now, the biggest impacts that we made is through our embodiment, through our living and breathing. It's not from trying to do certain things, not from saying the right thing. Fuck that old paradigm. Fuck that normal. Our existence in itself is a gift. Our existence is a transmission. And every time we step into a relationship, every time we speak our truth, every time we open our heart, our legs, our body, it is a gift. And here's the thing. When you reclaim that sacredness within yourself, your whole entire relationship dynamic changes. You no longer have to be the good girl to make him happy. 
he knows that you are the sacred goddess you are the sacred trip of the divine you are an oracle and he will rise he will rise in his killer he will rise in his warrior to match you to meet you so we don't have to settle we don't have to oh you know uh -uh. we rise and we stand strong in that and we hold that this is who i am and bring it on because beyond this whole business and relationships and family and all the human things we are all here to call each other home men or women when you enter into a partnership when you enter into a friendship your job is not trying to please the other person your job is here to call the other person home we are coming here to be in devotion to that path of our soul and we when we can stand in that where we can be in that then relationship is so much more free and liberating we don't have to you know try to fit in a role trying to be an identity uh -uh. let's play the big game the game where we come home into union into ourselves and we rise and we heal the world through the fullness of our being yeah and so if you are hungry if you are listening to this and you're like oh things are churning things are activated welcome i just want you to know that today is the siege of what what's coming yeah and so if you are ready for more yeah juicy things if you are ready to come in and claim your too muchness with free and delight then come join us for sacred honey where we get to play and explore and embody the fullness of who we are to claim our eros our full expressions and our existence as women I'll drop the link in in the blurb in the bio lots and lots and lots of love bye for now